What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy Big Bar from the Deuce. I'm in the building with my boy DT. What up, what up, people? What up, people, man? This is Culture Ground Zero Podcast. Ground Zero. Back at you one more again. One more time. Hey, man, look. I mean, I know you've heard it a million times about 2020. Go hear it again. And you got to hear it about 2021, man. Every single day, every single week feels like months and years, man. You know, this uh, past week has been no exception, man. You know, we started off 2021 celebrating, man. We knew Trump was done. We thought it was going to be all gravy, man, and then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But first, you know what I'm saying? We had a little moment of celebration. Like I said, you know, we had the new year and then January 5th rolls around and boom, what do we have? We got Osoff and we got uh, my boy Warnock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They Georgia took Georgia. Yeah, they, Georgia. they turned Georgia the blue. You know what I'm saying? The presidential election and the two Senate seats. Yeah, big shout out again to Stacey Abrams and her. Oh, yeah. Um, Queen Stacey, man. She got it done. Yeah, man, you know, Stacey, man, is one that um, I don't know if, you know, I know within the actual organizing community and the political structure, everybody understands and gives Stacey her credit. But I think the mainstream, you know, us that's on the streets and that people within the news media, you know, they ain't giving Stacey her just due, man. You know, like I said, man, I tell people, you know, we, you know, Queen B, you know what I'm saying? You know, we love you, Beyonce, but, man, you got to move over, man. It's yeah. Queen Stacy now. Yeah, yeah. Stacy. I mean, she's been active uh, door-to-door, knocking on phones. She's been on TV even during the Jeezy and uh, Gucci Mane yeah, 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 uh, yeah, versus yeah, she was versus, on that. Yeah. Uh, she got Jermaine Dupree and, uh, and Ludacris to do another version of uh, Welcome to Atlanta. Uh, for this election coming up, so the hip hop community is well. They had that little move. Been, yeah, the hip hop community's been big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Ti was involved. Ludacris, a bunch of different rappers from the from the from the. Yeah, man, the so a the a organized for sure. You know, but black people they delivered yeah. this country once again, man. And I think that you know um, the obvious events of the week. You know, the uh, insurrection. We'll get to that in a minute, man. And you know, we gonna have to get into that. But, you know, I think that this Osof and Warnock moment actually was probably the tipping point for it possibly being something crazy to no doubt that it was going to be crazy. Because what you see is you had the first um, Jewish uh, senator mm-hmm. uh, from Georgia, and then you had the first black senator from Georgia. And I think only the 13th you know, black senator ever, right? And and, and they, it's all coming at the same time with them losing, you know, the election, you know, the national election, and then you lose the full state, man. Yeah, I think it was it's definitely that. Uh, it was going to pop off anyway. I think that they had, like, a bunch of different stuff on Twitter and then right. parlor in regard right. to, like, Trump talking about all my patriots coming out, you, uh, stop the steal and the uh, America, save America. Um, yeah, all that, old, all that old garbage, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, definitely... Because cause now, with control of the Senate, right? Like, they don't have control. Mitch doesn't have control of what comes up for legislation. Right, he can't, yeah, his agenda. His like, agenda. So, I mean, like, what a lot of people don't know about the congressional uh, caucuses is that, you know, the party that's in control of that particular House, whether it's, the you know, the House or if it's the Senate, you know, the, the majority leader is the one who gets to accept what we're going yeah. to have committees on, what we're actually going to vote on Mm -hmm. and all of these other different things. So you can't even have a conversation. See, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, point back to the the Donald Trump uh, impeachment. Right. And 
they don't really understand that because McConnell ran the agenda is that he really controlled the narrative and he controlled the information that was really, you know, yeah, they, out they was to able the to present. Yeah, so, right. So they had majority. So they said there's no witnesses. When have you ever been to a trial? With no witnesses. Right, the only, right. only time you get no witnesses is when they take a plea deal or something like that. Right? Nah, man. So. You know, and again, you know, <laughs> you know, man, look, but look there's here. like there's like five hundred or something bills that went from the House to the Senate that he That's just dead, sat on. like close only, to six hundred. Yeah, the only thing that he did was 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 pass raise taxes. Rate, well, I mean, lower lower taxes. taxes for the rich, and then get unqualified judges on the bench. Right, and, and, and here's and you know, and of course, the cabinet selections. But here's, you know, look. I want to say shout out to Queen Stacy, to uh, Warnock, you know, him and Warnock's pops and Martin Luther King uh, Jr. started Ebenezer Baptist Church that he's a pastor of. He's a pillar in the community. And he's still going to be um, preaching on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, he's going to still, you know what I'm saying? He's going to still be preaching just like Martin Luther King preached every Sunday. A lot of people didn't know that about him. But, um, but um, you know, Warnock. Um, and Ossoff, he really, you know what I'm saying? He entrenched in this. He really committed to, to this, to this, um, you know, equality work. And so I think that, you know, we want to recognize and shout them out and I love you. And we got much more to talk about with you fellas later, but you know, I just can't really talk about that right now because everything that I say about them is going to tie into this old punk Trump. So we might as well just go ahead and get into it, man. Let's do this. Look. This sucker, man, you you got a situation where, you know, a lot of people, you know, when we were just talking about Mitch McConnell, you know, and how he's controlled the agenda, like now everybody's trying to slide off from Trump if they got any sense and try to pretend like they didn't participate in it. Ted but Cruz. but they Oh yeah, nah. He he was an insider, but I mean, no, those, no, no. He was insider, but on his. Recent, I'm talking about the cast that's been quiet. Though. No, I know, but on his recent interview, he's like, oh, I've I've disagreed with. Yeah, Trump yeah, right. Me, yeah, no, nah, no, you ain't, nah, you, you ain't, no, man, you ain't been you, disagreeing. Man, you ain't sliding like that. Nah, man, nah. We on your helmet, homeboy. We on your hat. And but you know the thing is, is that those people that were sitting by quietly and letting all of oh, yeah. this take place, man, you just as complicit. So yeah, complicit. you know, although you know, in the actual you know, plotting and planning of this criminal act. There's just a, a handful of those in the senator in the Senate that participated. There's a bunch the of house. them in the house. We 66, we, like 60, 60% almost like 57% of the house members voted on that. Well, you mean of the, of the Republican of the party. Republican yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Republicans yeah, voted yeah, on that. Yeah. The, 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 the bullshit ass fraud that they're talking about. Yeah, man. And, and so like 12 senators originally. Right. And so the thing is, is that we have to hold all of these folks accountable, yeah. man. You're starting to see some accountability pop up. You know, you've seen, you know, Apple and Google step up, you know, you know, Alphabet, you had Twitter step up and then they, they started to, um, well, it's been a domino effect because, uh, and what he's talking about, right. Is there's this, uh, so <laughs> Trump, about time uh, has been um, barred, banned from Twitter, so he can't use Twitter anymore. And a lot of his hate speech, hate videos, uh, insensitive tweets, racist tweets were all on um, on Twitter. And that's what the Republican Party was scared of. He's going to send me a bad tweet to his followers, and they're going to, uh, you know, and not vote for me. I'm going to get primary stuff like that. So he was suspended for. 12 hours because he had some, 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 some tweets up there that should after the insurrection insurrection. And then uh, he's been permanently banned uh, from Twitter. So after that, they've started kicking off team Trump. But but look, but look here, I want to, I want to say this though, right? So Jack and Twitter shout out y'all, y'all did cool. Took too long though. But I was just about to get there. Oh yeah. But y'all got a real price to pay. 
Y'all got penance to make because y'all sat there and watched it for four years so that you can eat up the profits so that you can, so you can allow people to join your platform, even though you knew Facebook. Yeah. See, because the thing is, this is right. Like the, the you know, you got to call a spade a spade, you know, white people are the majority in this country. Right. And so they are the most influent in this country. Right. So when it comes to technology, they have, they having use it, you know, in the greater ways than other groups of, 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 of minorities in, in this country, you know, especially those in a lower spectrum of income. And so they never really wanted to affect their profits. And so they let this go on and on and on all of this time. Yeah, and, and then and when they, when they hand, when their hand was forced, they did it. And then everybody want to make them the hero, man. I'm not making you the hero. No, homie. no I don't, I don't, I don't think that either. Um, but it was always in the, in, in the guys, right. The guys of the first amendment speech. We don't want right. we, we don't want to, you know, uh, inter, uh, encroach on First Amendment rights and things, but it's always been hate speech, especially coming from Trump right. and his followers. And you got a bunch of different names out there: the right. crazy Lynn Wood. You got um, I forget the other. Uh, well, Giuliani. Yeah, man. Look, all so, of so, them. Yeah, so it's it's been there for a while, and and these tweets back and forth, even about the the January sixth insurrection that was occurring. They're talking about this on Twitter, on Parler, on Facebook, and uh, they didn't act quick enough. Yeah, all these social that, media platforms. Yeah, man. Look, we gonna have. I got a lot more to say on that. I mean, it'll come out probably during the convo. But you know, I think just to finish the original thought, man. Like you know, the the social media bans. You know, it it it, it is this. It is a form of accountability, right? It's just to start, but you know, it also is the start to really being able to control this. Uh, this what was uncontrolled mob mentality by the far right, because, you know, really the way that they've been able to organize and do these things is because of social media, because mm-hmm. if you really look at it for what it's worth, it's not really a large group of them. You know, there may be a couple million, but that's scattered throughout the United States. And so there's no true organization to where they can just link up like that. So they have to organize and coordinate with the people who they think is going to come. But how do they know each other? How do they meet each other? How do they organize and get people to be there at the same date, same time? They've been using this media, social media platform. And of course, you know, everybody's asking Paula, like, do you have any kind of uh, filters for, yeah, for, 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 you know, hate speech. And it's like, well, what about Twitter? And Facebook and Instagram, like we've been watching it go down on air for for many moons. Yeah, true, but it's uh, what Parler specifically. But I mean, they, yeah, Parler specifically was like, we are no not policy. going to right, moderate right, right. at all. Right, they at have all. no policy. Put whatever you want. This is truly free speech. Twitter, they say um, they'll you know remove. Yeah, you can and give you like can that. report so you, people and they review so individual yeah. cases and they will probably remove remove stuff. But I mean, as a whole, like you know you. You had a situation again. We talked about it, you know, a couple of times. It, you know, the social dilemma, right? Like the 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 uh, yeah, documentary on Netflix yeah. and, and the algorithms and all of these things. Is, is you know, they, pop up they were face. they were aware that they would actually spread misinformation much sooner mm-hmm. than they you know would spread real information. And what what became so obvious and dangerous to me is that you know when when Biden was clearly elected president. And in Facebook immediately start changing their algorithms to to stop the the spread of misinformation and proliferate the spread of valuable information from, you know, trusted news sources. And it's like, oh, you could have did that the, the whole time. time. 
Yeah, right. even, yeah. I, I mean, and, and this has been going on for years, especially with Facebook. Um, we talked about 2016 and what the Russians were able to do with a couple hundred dollars or a couple thousand dollars worth of ads on Facebook. Uh, creating groups that said they were like BLM, but weren't really BLM talking about marches and, 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 and getting together. Um, so Facebook has a lot of control over its platform. The stuff that you see, the stuff that your friends see based on um, what you review and um, Apple's now starting to get a, a, a tracking um, uh, software on their phone. So you have to actually, if, if, if a, a, a app like Facebook tracks your name, location, all that stuff that you have yeah, to all your personal it. personal yeah, your personal information. information yeah. Facebook is upset because they don't want you to be able to turn have that kind on. of control. Right. Because that's the, that's their business. Yeah. Right. And so when they say that you're hurting the little guy, Oh sure. The little guy might get hurt a little bit because he can't buy 15 cent ads anymore, but that's not who really is getting hurt. Who's getting hurt is the big boy. Yeah. And, 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 and so, you know, again, like I said, you know, it's funny to me because you know, everything that, you know, we've been fighting for as a community, you know, those who have opposed it either through their silence or through their uh, willful complicity, Mm -hmm. complicity, complicity, they, they are now going to have to fight our battles for us in many ways, because, you know, you, you know, when it comes to your own front door, then you, you know, you have to deal with it in a different kind of way. And that's what I've been saying, you know, all year, is that Trump made it so ugly that people are going to have to be to deal with it. I know that you've been kind of uh, skeptic. You, you've been a skeptic and, and skeptical to whether or not um, it really would happen. I think now, you know, they're forced to deal with it. There's just no way to back out of it. Yeah, and, and just talking about the, the insurrection, it's like, yeah, they were looking for people. Oh, yeah, they, <laughs> they came they, they came for Pence. Um, uh, they talking about hanging Pence, talking about shooting uh, Nancy uh, Pelosi. Pelosi. They had Molotov cocktails. You they know, had and pipe again, bombs. And they again, they were honest, looking for other people's offices, you know, directly, seems like. Yeah. Um, in, so, co- in, in conjunction with. Uh, law enforcement, possibly, right? Yeah, if you there's look, been many reports, many reports. If you look at it, I mean, a lot of them they they open the gates for some <laughs> and let them just let them waltz right in. There was the 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 amount of of police response. If you look at this summer for BLM when they did their um, um, protests on the on the Washington Mall, there was all kinds of of National Guard troops. Oh, yeah, they were deep. Just deep, all on the steps. And but, now, I mean, any, but even when you have a, 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 a civil rights march from, from back when mm-hmm. Dr. King was around to now when Sharpton and, and or even at Farrakhan, whoever, if you, if you want to march on Washington, you have to get federal permits to be there, and usually there's going to be a great deal of, of security forces and what what we've seen it's white supremacy right basically. of course it's white supremacy because if, if you look at the reports now i mean you got the the fire department you got plenty of of, of ceo there's a ceo out there for a company the police officers i believe that in oakland is doing an investigation they believe that they have police officers that were there so right it's, it's going to be a lot to come out from these facial recognition pictures um, in regard to a lot of law enforcement they said that they were flashing badges actually at the at the security that was there um, stating that they should be allowed to get in. So it's it's a lot to come out. Right. It's a, it's a happen, lot but. to come out. But, I mean, I think that, you know, what we've been hearing in early reports is that we've heard that um, there were law enforcement officers directing them to certain uh, congressmen uh, or congress folks' offices. 
we have um, situations where we've seen uh, police taking selfies, mm-hmm. uh, you know, during the insurrection. We've seen them holding hands, basically, and walking them down gently the oh, stairs. Yeah. Um, we, we've seen where um, the, you know, essentially everybody who, who, who has been, you know, in, in high rank within the Capitol Police Department are speaking out against how this would have to have been something from complicity versus just mistake because yeah, even the, 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 the they're just their regular work would have had a different kind of yeah, even, uh, security structure. Yeah, even the captain said that there was no sense of urgency or, or some type of, of, of knowledge that this was going to occur. Yeah, although they off guard. Yeah. Although it was all over the internet. And yeah. uh, I think the, um, the, the, the federal government was actually calling them like the day before, what are your plans? Do you need assistance? And they were declining assistance. Even the day of, um, they weren't. They, they were still declining assistance from the National Guard. Right, right. So I mean, this is this is certainly a situation where um, there there is possibly somebody involved, and I think that. Um, I, and check this out. We we got a clip from uh, a Jim Kleinburn who's actually speaking on this very thing, and check it out. Well, I'm saying that uh, I have an unmarked office uh, that uh, you got to know exactly where it is. It's where I spend most of my time doing my work as the majority whip. Uh, I have a staff. We work pretty hard uh, trying to keep up with the members, trying to make sure they do an effective job of managing the votes once they get to the floor. Uh, And that office is where I do most of my work. And for some reason, these people showed up at that office. But the office where my name uh, is above the door or on the door and my position above the door was not disturbed. Hmm. So uh, I'm just saying, uh, they didn't go to where my name was. They went where I usually hang out. And so that, to me, uh, indicates that something untoward may have been going on. Yeah, right. Something untoward yeah, seems to have been going on. Right. And, I mean, again, I, I you know, the insurrectionists, I don't understand what they were thinking, like, you know, especially those who were – in law enforcement or those who are, you know, a part of the Capitol police that participated. It's like you, you of all folks should know that that place has a camera everywhere you turn. And so, um, <laughs> the information is going to come out and it's going to get ugly for a lot of folk. Yeah. So there was a, a total of five deaths that occurred right that day. There was one, uh, from a, a, a Trump supporter actually getting gunned down, trying to get into, I believe the Senate chambers. Um, there was one police officer that was beaten by um, Trump um, supporters in these. Uh, or, or, I don't know about supporters, but I know they were terrorists. Yeah, ter- well, t- Trump supporting terrorists. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> call it that. And Call then, them um, what they are. Yeah, and then there were uh, three people that, that died, I believe, like from heart attacks or, or something like right. that. Right. All, all, I think, also uh, terrorists. Um, and, and, and um, I, you know, I don't, I think that they all were there participating in the mob. Oh yeah, they were. They weren't like outside of, they were in the building. Yeah. I think the only person who wasn't a participant of the terrorist mob was was the the, the police officer who was killed. And, and this is where for me, it becomes very apparent, you know, the racism that America's built on because, you know, whenever it is that you see a um, black man or woman being murdered by a police officer, the cry is always, you know, um, essentially 
saying that it was self-defense and that, you know, again, that the police should be able to move with impunity and that, you know, blue lives matter, you know, and then, you know, every single time a moment like this takes place where an officer is bludgeoned to death and uh, Trump has not never even flown the flag at half staff uh, like you would normally do in a situation like that. I have not heard anybody from Blue Lives Matter saying something about these particular incidents. Yeah, true. And uh, it took him a while to to to, to fly the flag at half staff after uh, John McCain died as well. So yeah. as of this I believe about an hour ago, actually, uh, the White House is now flying at half staff, but there still has not been any type of of communication or consolences from Trump in regard to the national um, to to the cop that that, that passed. And the okay. reason is is because he really doesn't care. He, he doesn't, doesn't, of course, he, he doesn't care about about his supporters. He doesn't even care about the mob. That, no, he doesn't. That, he that, doesn't. In yeah. fact, in fact, there's a, a a quote or someone said that that he said he didn't like the way that his supporters were looking at the rally that morning. I mean, he really doesn't like poor people at all. I don't know why his supporters yeah. like him. He doesn't like you guys. Right. But again, you know, it really had nothing to do with Trump. You know, this was something that they saw an opportunity to rally around for their causes. You know what I'm saying? When you talk about the white supremacy yeah. movement. So just 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 trying to, to, to bring it back, right? Like when Trump supporters, Trump, when Cap took the knee. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we took the knee in basketball, right? Right. We were doing something so dastardly and we were were desecrating American. American flags and, and and things like that, right? What do they say about themselves? Oh, that, I haven't the, heard the nothing about that. Attacks, right? I mean, so, you know, so what's that? So, so, so as far as ways to protest, right? A knee is not the way to protest. Yeah. Is the correct way to protest storming the Capitol? Yeah, they, killing the officers? Right. And that's the that's the whole point is that again, you know, when those people make those types of statements, it was never about democracy. It was never about patriotism. It was never about the flag or the anthem. It was always about their desire to keep pushing uh, this dominant society uh, model. And so when you see that the uh, Confederate monuments and flags have been around this country since the uh, Civil War, and again, that is ta- that is tantamount to your enemy uh, flying their flag in your, in your own front yard. And of course they support it because they, they never disagreed with them fundamentally when it came to the thought pattern of, of racism in, in, in slavery. It was only a business decision because of the fact that the South had this un, unfair advantage of free labor that the North didn't have. And so when that fight took place, it was all about, the, the, you know, again, because when you get to the end of the Constitution and then they sat down and then they essentially built no rights in there for black people, it couldn't have been that they were so concerned about black people. You know what I'm saying? Black people were considered property in, in, the, in the Constitution, you know, and then the South said, well, because of the fact that, hey, we got more people. It's unfair that you get the, you know, more resources. You know, they, they called us three fifths of a human being. It was never that they ever even considered us as a human being. And so you've seen this, this same thing from whether it's the North or the South. And so, you know, again, like I said, it's just, it's just the same old, same old that they've been doing. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So it's, yeah, like you said, it's, it's never been about, about blue lives. It's never been about the constitution. It's never been about the anthem. Strictly 
white power, white supremacy, and just trying to, to, to you know, keep keep the minorities down. Um, but, I mean, we, we've, as, as you've seen in Georgia, you've seen in Arizona, I mean, a reckoning's coming. And uh, we have these seats now, hopefully, yeah. I mean, we, we can, uh, you know, take it and run with it. It's not over again, t- yeah. 2022, and we're, we're going to be in your face with it. But, yeah, this insurrection that just occurred, I mean, we, we're, we're talking about the oldest democracy in the world. We have other countries looking at us uh, as, as, a, as, as the, what, shining beacon on the hill or whatever we call right. it. Right, that, that's uh, how they like to call it. Like yeah. they call it. Uh, but <laughs> you see, like, like uh, Russia is talking about the democracy, how it doesn't work. You got China. You even had Iran talking about it. It's like, it, it's oh, not yeah, working. Yeah. So. Turkey, Turkey chastising this. Yeah, so all yeah. these all these dictators, right, chastising, and that's what Trump wants to be like. Um, and he's never been respected on the national stage. Right. Um, Putin doesn't really like him. He's, I he's bet a he, putz. He's, yeah, he's, he's a putz. Uh, he, and he doesn't really like doing the job. He just wants to do the job because, A, he's going to get some charge, definitely some charges now. Um, and that immunity goes away. But he doesn't even do the job. He, he, came, no in it, he came in it as a business plan. He, he wanted the power and position to enrich himself. And then when he got in position, he, he got po- he got power hungry. Yeah, and and so you know he was he was indeed the Mad King, and 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 so I mean I think again like I said you know you're gonna have to deal with me you know when you from the far right and you want to be so gentle you know to to your to your beloved democracy when you saw someone holding you know um, uh, the Confederate flag in the middle in of the, the middle state, of state capitol. capitol. And then you've seen all of these uh, Auschwitz T-shirts. Yeah, the Auschwitz T-shirts. Talking about staff and, on and the then, back. Right. And and so, you know, it, it, it definitely is a moment that, it, you know, it's a moment of clarity for a lot of folk. And, again, you still got a lot of people who are entrenched into their beliefs because, you know, it, it benefits them. Yeah, so so and, and just, just another point on that real quick, on social media so. Um, Twitter is cracking down on, on hate speech now. So if you, you, you have a hate speech type of account, type of racist account, they've been just deleting them, deleting them, suspending them. So you get a lot of these um, commentators, um, well-known far-right commentators or conservative commentators talking about that they've lost followers due to this. Well, if you've lost followers because they're racist and neo-Nazis, then you probably shouldn't want to be, be having them follow you anyway. Right. And pretty much you're probably one of them as well. Right, that now that's spot on because you know the funny thing that you said is what I want to say is I seen a tweet and it's essentially saying the similar thing to what you're saying. It says when Twitter bans Nazis, insurrectionists, white supremacists, and those who advocate such, and Republican politicians complain conservative speech is being censored, they're admitting to more than they think they're admitting to. Yeah, you so, know what I'm saying. This is this is so entrenched. This is what we've been talking about. For, for a long time, even about Colin Kaepernick, one of the main reframes from those who protest and those who are in fight of white supremacy is this about that situation, is that America is so entrenched in racism and white nationalism that if you protest it, they think you're protesting America. And that's how deep these moments are. Like somebody got to really peel back the layers and, and investigate. And again, we we know from the FBI since what, 2016, 2017, they've said that white supremacy. supremacy is the greatest threat to democracy, right? Or not democracy, to America in general, right? The greatest national 
homeland security threat is white nationalism. Well, and, and that's true. I mean, that's true uh, around the world. I mean, you have the, the, the Muslim situation in the, in the Far East and, and, and suicide bombers, but even in Europe and in, in Northern Ireland, I mean, you have populist nations right. that are rising just like Trump. Right, and again, and that's the and that's the whole so it's thing. Not, it's so, like so it's, it's it's a worldwide issue as far as far right and populism. Well, I mean, tribalism is not new. So I mean, you're going to forever have that, right? But when you claim to be the beacon of democracy, right? If if you if you go around the world chastising other nations for the way that they behave and operate, and then you've operated this way the whole time, like you know, you you have to be embarrassed that. Um, Nazi Germany patterned themselves after the American experience. And I think that it's very critical for everybody to step back and pay attention to this moment. And I, I, wanna, I want you guys to listen to something. Arnold Schwarzenegger, who I've never been a big fan of outside of his movies back in the 80s and then when he stepped into politics, man, you know, he lost me. But he said something very critical and crucial this weekend. And I think everybody should pay close attention to what he's saying and then do something about it. Man, check out what he got to say. As an immigrant to this country, I would like to say a few words to my fellow Americans and to our friends around the world about the events of recent days. Now, I grew up in Austria. I'm very aware of Kristallnacht, or the Night of Broken Glass. It was a night of rampage against the Jews carried out in 1938 by the Nazi equivalent of the Proud Boys. Wednesday was the day of broken glass right here in the United States. The broken glass was in the windows of the United States Capitol. But the mob did not just shatter the windows of the Capitol. They shattered the ideals we took for granted. They did not just break down the doors of the building that housed the American democracy. They trampled the very principles on which our country was founded. Now, I grew up in the ruins of a country that suffered the loss of its democracy. I was born in 1947, two years after the Second World War. Growing up, I was surrounded by broken men drinking away their guilt over their participation in the most evil regime in history. Not all of them were rabid anti-Semites or Nazis. Many just went along, step by step, down the road. They were the people next door. Now, I've never shared this so publicly because it is a painful memory. But my father would come home drunk once or twice a week, and he would scream and hit us and scare my mother. I did not hold him totally responsible because our neighbor was doing the same thing to his family. And so was the next neighbor over. I heard it with my own ears and saw it with my own eyes. They were in physical pain from the shrapnel in their bodies and in emotional pain from what they saw or did. It all started with lies and lies and lies and intolerance. So being from Europe, I have seen firsthand how things can spin out of control. I know there is a fear in this country and all over the world that something like this could happen right here. Now, I do not believe it is, but I do believe that we must be aware of the dire consequences of selfishness and cynicism. President Trump sought to overturn the results of an election and of a fair election. He sought a coup by misleading people with lies. 
My father and our neighbors were misled also with lies. And I know where such lies lead. President Trump is a failed leader. He will go down in history as the worst president ever. The good thing is that he soon will be as irrelevant as an old tweet. But what are we to make of those elected officials who have enabled his lies and his treachery? I will remind them of what Teddy Roosevelt said. Patriotism means to stand by the country. It does not mean to stand by the president. Now John F. Kennedy wrote a book called Profiles in Courage. A number of members of my own party, because of their own spinelessness, would never see their names in such a book, I guarantee you. Wow, yeah. And oh. uh, so uh, that was uh, very powerful, very powerful, um, coming from an immigrant. And um, pretty much, I mean, every American that's here, if you're not Native American, is some type of form of immigrant, whether we came here on chains, like my ancestors, or, or you came and your parents came. Uh, from other ways. Yeah. yeah, so, um, but what he's talking about, again, is just an enablers, right? Like, Trump couldn't have done this on his own. The Senate was complicit. The House was complicit. Even when you think about what occurred on January 6th, another day that's going to live down in infamy, is you had these all these House members talking about they were going to object to um, the election results, that, that that there was no 60 court cases, different judges said there was no fraud whatsoever. Including the Supreme Court. Including the Supreme Court, but that couldn't go anywhere. It was it was dead. It was done. Not even a discussion about it until senators signed on. That's when you got Josh Hawley signing on, yeah, and then right. Ted Cruz and his dastardly. Because he couldn't be outdone. Yeah, so, so but political aspirations, presidential aspirations, but now... Uh, th- thanks to corporate America, it's like they're putting a stop to it. No more funding for anyone that was part of this mob and and, and, and incited it from right. congressmen to senators. Well, I'm not going to go that far yet and say there's no more dollars. I mean, I've seen, you know, a couple corporations step up and say that they're no longer going to support any of the, the senators financially who who were a part of, you know, um, contesting the election. You know, and that and that's a start. And you got Forbes magazine who came out and said that Don't hire uh, anybody who uh, hires a, a uh, one of Trump's uh, press secretaries, you yeah. know, press press secretaries who like Kellyanne Conway, uh, Sean Spicer, Sean Spicer, what's uh, the Kelly, name? Uh, um, um, uh, McElhinney, you know, whatever her name is. And and so if, if you hire any of these fabulous who who um who've stood there, uh, What what's homeboy daughter name? I got to get her oh, in here. Huckabee Sanders. Huckabee Sarah. Sanders. Sarah Sanders, yeah, I want her in there. And when you, and so they, so what Forbes has said is that if you hire any of these companies, we're, I mean, any of these folks to your company, you we're know, Forbes is going to assume that your company is full of, lies, full of lies and they're going to investigate <laughs> everything you say as if it's a lie. <laughs> and so, I mean, you, you have somebody that is probably, I think, still the the biggest uh, corporate uh, media uh, company for business, mm-hmm. right? And so um, that is a very big thing to have That's them huge. come out and, and say something come like that. Line. And I'm pretty sure that they're going to eventually have a, a line in the sand about uh, supporting uh, those who, um, you know, were, who stood and supported this insurrection as well, especially those who voted after 
insurrection. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you, yeah. yeah you, you had time to let uh, you, your heads cool and emotions run. I think you did. You send me the tweet that Josh Holly was was in the room with him. Yeah, nobody, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it. they they when they were secured mm-hmm. in the, when they were uh, sheltering in a secure location, uh, you know the everybody said that Josh Holly was sitting in a corner by himself, no one talking to him in the room. Everybody was pretty much like, okay. You, you now, now you're the enemy of the state. You know what I'm saying? He got he got his book deal canceled. Yeah. And of course he of course he's gonna sue because you're stepping on his first, first amendment, amendment rights. rights. You know my first that first amendment and second amendment thing. Like hey, you know what I'm saying? They try to twist it to their to their own use. And it's funny because you know I seen somebody uh, breaking it down this weekend when they were talking about the first amendment. They said you know first of all you know of course you can't use your first amendment speech to cite violence and all these other different things. But you know. You know, it you know it talks about and says well you know the first amendment says that congress shall make no law not that corporations yeah. shall not and so you know now it's on the on these corporations to take social responsibility and so you know again um you know as as we've seen in our lifetime the don of you know big corporations like i mean there's always been these big corporations right but now you know, capitalism is spun so far out of control that there's just these mega mega conglomerates within the United States. And so if if you're going to have that type of system, then corporate responsibility better be something that's serious. You know what I'm saying? Or you're going to forever have situations like this keep popping up. Yeah, and I forget the name of the... Uh, there's a West Virginia um, congressman-elect that oh, was actually yeah. part of the... <laughs> Um, a part of the mob and, and, and went into the, the Capitol and he put it on his Facebook Live or his Instagram Live. And then um, when he was found out about it and they questioned him, he said that he was in there for uh, uh, journalistic purposes. Yeah, you're talking um, about Derek Evans, state, yeah, uh, West Virginia state representative. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So he, he's, he was there. He's arrested. arrested and uh, he, he stepped w- down too. He's, yeah, he, yeah, he, he uh, resigned and yeah, he will. And I, I know his grandmama caught a lot of heat, and I think I'm going to protect her here because oh, because what she said, um, I think she was being facetious when she said, "Thank you for inviting him down there uh, to riot, Mr. Trump." Mm. And I think mm. a lot of people took it. Well, not a lot of people. I've seen some people in the media spin it as if she was in support of it, st- yet still. Oh, okay. And I don't, and I don't think that that was her thing. I think she, you know, she, she, you know, she was talking to the camera and saying, "That's still my grandbaby." You know what I'm saying? So it's like she's just protecting her grandson, but she's not happy about what he did in the moment. Oh, I, uh, I, I, don't, I didn't see that clip, but I saw the clip that he was let out in handcuffs from the porch to the cop car, and then her. I think the, it was the grandma. She That's the same over, clip. Yeah, she ran over to the to, to, to the, the camera. camera. She, she put the jacket in his face. But oh, I didn't. I must have been an extended clip because she was talking to the camera guy like you're not gonna videotape or something. Yeah, she put the, she had blue jacket when she walked okay. over, so okay. she okay. so she was blocking it, and then she said, "That's still my grandbaby." Okay. And he said, "So is that you're his grandmother?" She said, she said "Yes." Yeah. And then, she, and then she then she said the Trump okay. statement, and again, like I said, you know, she could have been meaning that, but I mean, honestly, I didn't think that she was. It just seemed like she was just you know upset about the moment, you know, yeah. So let's, serious moment. So let's talk about these arrests. So the guy in the in not the, enough, of them, yeah. <laughs> not enough yet but the guy with the podium he got 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 they got, got, got him up. he was smiling a, a big time the guy with the feet up from arkansas on the desk they both tried to ch- uh, shave their beards like yeah. that was gonna say like, <laughs> he got caught up on, uh, the guy with the uh with the wolf skin or whatever was yeah, on yeah, yeah yeah the little from arizona yeah he, he yeah. got caught there was a um some prominent guy i believe the proud boy founder in hawaii 
uh, locked him down to. Um, now they have they're, they're trying to find um, the individual with the actual like the uh, plastic handcuffs, like he was going to take hostages. Oh, they already got him. They got him. They, okay. Yeah, but they haven't decided they, they were going to charge him yet. But he's already apologized, type of thing. Nah, no apologies. You know, he apologized. He embarrassed his whole family in this country, and he's and he's nah. sorry he made that decision. Man, worst yeah. decision of his life. So um, Trump thinking black BLM was going to. Start, you know, going into buildings and such, and that he was mad about. That was going to be a counter protest. Yeah, about the counter protest, but actually the, the monuments too. So he enacted an executive order. Oh, okay. I that the uh, the that anyone that, that defames a a building and a federal, federal building, building or a federal or monument, monument yeah. gets ten year mandatory sentence. So now, since all these guys have gone into uh, the federal building, um, that applies to them as well. So let's just make sure that the law applies to them. Thanks yeah, Trump. man, you know, I don't think it's going to work that way, just like it actually would have never stood even yeah, yeah. even with What's Trump wanting else? to do it to protesters. And, and and but again, I think that, you but know, this is different. This is I worse. just about to say this is way different. Is different. I, I think that that there should be some very stiff prison sentences uh, being handed out to folks. Again, there's a lot of people who just kind of went along with the crowd and. You know, you're going to end up still having something that you're going to have to pay for. But, you know, those who were really a part of the violent insurrection, hey, I'm coming for your yeah, hat. When you were looking at it, right, is because is Trump Trump said, let's walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I'll be with you like he was going to be there. So you just see this big mob just, mob just just walking towards the Capitol building. And then you just see people gathered around and you see them getting closer closer then they're going onto the steps and like oh they're really gonna try and go in here and then you see the windows being bashed out and then you get to tweet like oh they're inside now and then people are scrambling you got the capital security guards and people going underground you gotta hide pence is is being taken to a secure location nancy pelosi then you got um grassley there's the pro tim so all these you know the, the 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 leadership in the country, Chuck Schumer, everybody getting ushered out, and President Trump doesn't give a shit, doesn't give a fuck. He's calling, um, he's trying to call Tupperville, but he ends up calling Mike Lee, trying to get the um, get the conversation extended. So yeah, that just basically keep contesting, correct? You know keep contesting the vote, and then Rudy Giuliani is Ten trying to call states. Tupperville as well, trying to text him, and he leaves a, a voicemail with someone else. So the, these guys are incompetent, incompetent, beyond belief. But there's, a, I believe, there's a lawmaker that said, make sure that that, that Trump and and Rudy do not um, dispose of their phone records because we need to see what's going on in the moment. So you have people in 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 the. Um, Capitol building talking about killing people, especially Mike Pence. He didn't even call Mike Pence since. Yeah. Hasn't talked to him since. Well, of course he wasn't going to talk to Mike Pence because he said Mike Pence is a traitor. Everybody knows this guy is a pure narcissist. Mm-hmm. He has no ability to think outside of himself. And so because Pence didn't go along with him, like everybody's acting like that's a big thing. And I'm, and I'm saying to myself, like, did you expect him to call him? Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't, and if I was pissed, I wouldn't even take the phone call. Like these guys was there looking for me, trying to hang me based on your you words. Yeah, no. So I'm not, I mean, like that's not, that's not even no newsworthy story to me. Like, but they make it a big deal. You know, here's the bigger deal to me is that Trump sat on the ability national to Guard. call out the national guard. Mm-hmm. He never called them out. The word is, is that Mike Pence finally authorized it. Yeah. He, and, um, and had to argue that he had the authorization to do it. Yeah. So um, Trump was ecstatic. That's the words that were used ecstatic that his people were actually raiding. We love the you. We love you, we but love you, you got to go home. 
even in the videos that were since released, right? The first video was we love you, um, go home safely or whatever. And then when you see these cops and, and they're walking out of the, they just ransacked. They, and but, cops were literally seen waving them in, waving them in. Right. And then they let, but, but even like coming out, like arrest some of these people, but they, they spread blood and shit all over the walls, breaking stuff. They broke iron furniture, broken all kinds of stuff, but just being waved out. And then, uh, so Trump does these videos talking about thank you, patriots. And then he does one video, I think, because he's talking about impeachment and the 25th Amendment, where he's um, more conciliatory, talking about unity and, and yeah. bringing it back together. But now, since he, he's kicked he's off regard, Twitter, yeah, he, he that's regrets, the only thing he, he regrets. The only thing he regrets is that he, he said that, that he video. the peaceful transfer of power and he did the video. That's right. the only thing he regrets, and, nothing and, else. And here's the thing about it, though, is that, you know, when you say that they didn't make arrests, I, I, I mean, I I don't think that that was wrong because they were so outnumbered. You're not making arrest in that moment, man. Like this is like a, a dangerous situation. So if you got people that want to leave, let them leave. Like, you know, that's not the moment to try to try to, where you finna put them at and who, and who you need, you're needed. Like they, they were in life and death moments. Like, you know, you seen so many videos where they were like under massive assault trying to protect these congressmen. Yeah, true. I'm talking about when they actually got reinforcements, though. They got reinforcements. I'm yeah, but I mean, like it was walking people down. Like instead of walking that lady they down still, the stairs, look, I mean, could have yeah, been putting plastic. But they still, right they still were, they were outnumbered. So, like, it wasn't time for arrest. I really, and again, you know, like I know, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands or thousands of people was were there, but like. They, the police are usually out number 10 to 12 to one. They just use force when it's us. See, they, they just didn't use any force on, uh, on them. True. And so we, no we're not, we, I'm not, no, we there could have been some, there could have yeah, been yeah, some. Nah, we agree with that. Like they, they, they could have used, and they did he, use he, pepper spray, but I'm talking about after the crowd right, was outside yeah, even, the Capitol. Even, I think there was like 56 arrests that, 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 that day, but the majority were from curfew breaking. Right, right. No, no. I mean, again, we know what time it is. So they're going to use the cameras. Hopefully, I mean, you can 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 get them. But they went back to, I believe Anderson Cooper took a little heat because he was like, now they're the going to go back to yeah. or Olive Garden and, Olive and then Garden, uh, Holiday right. Inns and stuff. So Yeah, you know, um, like like he was trying to look down on them because he come from affluence. But he, he came out. Yeah, he came out seeing his statement. But, you know, again, it, <laughs> that, I that's... I they were staying at some Motel 6s, though. I'm that, not, that's the move. Well, it wasn't even just that. He was just trying to say that's where people going back to yeah, yeah. and they were able to walk away with impunity. That's that was the message, and then yeah. you start talking about Tortellini from from Oligarch. Man, like that's not what he was talking about. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you know, again, you know, the the right wing media is very good at distracting, right? Like, you know, the the issue has always been with white supremacy is is that they they are very good at victimhood. Like, right? Oh, yeah. Like you start to see this, you know, these these images and these uh, names being given to Karens, right? You know, again, that's victimhood. That's that's that that's that white fragility where you you are so aggressive and you are so harsh towards everybody else. But as soon as a little bit comes on you, guess what happens? Yeah. So speaking of that, real quick, uh, you sent me this this clip, and so um, these these Trump and, and the FFA chief had to come out today. Like you guys are being too unruly. We will. There was a, a, a flight there chanting USA, USA, all the MAGA hats, right. and the flight attendant. Singing songs. From Washington, D.C. to, uh, I think they were going to Denver, and the flight, flight attendant, uh, Captain got on was like, hey, I will land this plane in Kansas and kick all y'all off. I don't care. But um, there's this clip in an airport. Let, uh, I'll let y'all hear it real quick. 
love every single one of you. But this is what they do to us. They kicked me off the plane. They called me a fucking terrorist. And they want to fucking ruin my life. Yeah, yeah, so but but the Democrats are the snowflakes. Baby. <laughs> so it's it's like, you know, but definitely white fragility, right? It's uh and projection. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey man, you know I ain't here for the fake tears, homie. Man, like you you you've been trying to bully folks, man. You know, you've been you've been trying to press this hard line. Like again, man, like I know that there is a segment of of America who feels as if the rich elite have forgotten about them, right? Because America is this place where there is this, you know, white supremacy ideal, ideal, but there is also this social, you know, the, there is also not social. What's the word I'm looking for? Classism, right? There's, there's such, there's certainly a huge issue with classism in America, the same as racism. And so they somehow equate the classism to the racism, but I mean, there's two sets of problems, and 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 if if we were to stop fighting each other and deal deal with the the set of circumstances, then we can have a more equitable system for everybody. But no, you want to try to play to be the victim uh, when you're not the victim. Yeah, and and I, I commend I commend CNN just for calling a spade a spade. Right, this is domestic terrorism. Right, these MSNBC not, too. Yeah, MSNBC too. Th- these were not. These are not protesters. This is not a protest. This was a, a, a terrorist activity that was going on. Right, but CNN world. being the big yeah. the big dog, it, it was important to come from them, and they're the ones who who uh, is, is seen more around the world. Mm-hmm. And so for them to call that out was certainly a big thing. And and again, you know, for me, it's one of those situations where. Um, you know, you got to call a spade a spade, but if there's no accountability that ever takes place, then I mean, again, you, you're going to really run into a similar type of situation down the line. Yeah. So let's talk about this real quick, just accountability. Um, you have all these right wing people now talking about accountability and don't go after Trump or impeachment because it's just going to further divide the country. There is no appeasing these people. We're not going to appease terrorists. I saw this, this, this tweet and was like, the answer is we do not the USA does not negotiate with terrorists, right? Is, is there needs to be accountability. Um, we need to look at, at, at who incited this, um, who was complicit. And if charges need to be filed and plus the other stuff that Trump has done, is going to come out like, yeah, but I mean, like that, we're, 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 you got to press charge. You got to, so, you got to let them know that this is never going to happen again. Right. You're talking about two different things though. I mean, cause there, there, there's going to have to be a whole bunch of, investigations right there's gonna have to be investigations into trump trump's entire time at the white house there's gonna have to be investigations into this specific insurrection there's gonna have to be investigation into individual congress members uh, senators there's gonna be a lot of investigations and biden's justice department is is better be up to the snuff you better be up to snuff that's what i'm saying i'm saying like we you hear a lot of talk talk just talking about we need to move forward Without looking backwards, and I'm not with that. Nah, Biden is not that. I'm not with that. Biden is not that. He said there needs to be a full investigation. Nancy Pelosi said there needs to be a full investigation and criminal charges on Trump. Mm-hmm. So the I don't think that but what Biden's trying to do is he's trying to cool the temperature for this moment. He's not trying to cool the temperature for the long term accountability. What Biden is trying to say is, hey, there's ten days. Don't don't ramp it up so high in these 10 days 
that we can't manage. Yeah, but they're talking. But about I get don't, what you're don't, don't So, so what? So the talk is, and I think what what Clyburn said, what Nancy may do, is Joe's worried about the first hundred days. He doesn't want to impact the first hundred days with an impeachment trial in the Senate. Get it? So they'll probably draw them up next weekend, present, vote on it, get the articles. Right, go um, over to the Senate. Over to the Senate in a hundred days yeah. after the hundred days. I don't, yeah, I don't know if they're going to do that. I've been hearing about them going, you know, pretty much immediately. And what Lindsey, not Lindsey, but what McConnell has been saying to the Republicans is that um, that their the Senate trial won't happen until after Biden's if, inaugurated. Yeah, true. If if so, so if they present it, that'll have to be the first business that they do that they take up. That could take up a couple of weeks. So in order to not do that is they can draw them up in the, in the, in the, um, in the house, but they don't have to present them to the Senate for like a hundred days. Right. But I'm saying, but they can schedule the Senate trial for a hundred days, a hundred days out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, but I mean, get them but, over immediately. No, but once you get them over, the trial starts. Immediately, I don't remember it starting that quickly yeah, last that, time. I think that they pushed it out like three, four weeks even before they did anything. No, as soon as because you had to get the witnesses and the whole nine. As soon as it, no, as soon as it, as soon as it came over, it started. Okay, I get that. So if they want to do that, that's fine. You know, I, I think that the situation needs to be accountability. Yeah, there needs to be accountability. You know, again, I'm not worried about the divide. There's going to be divide anyway. I mean, we're already divided. Did you not see Wednesday? Yeah, there's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's only a divide when it's white people involved. There's only considerations when white people are involved. Now they want the olive branch. Yeah, they didn't want want no olive branch on Tuesday. Yeah. Now you want want the olive branch on Wednesday. Nah, homie. I'm not with that. So, hey. Like when you be talking about going nuclear, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, with that's that. All, that's all I'm saying, man. I'll be seeing this on TV and on, on, on Twitter, man. Like, 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 no. Not today, homie. Has to be accountability, but um, heads to bed right so, now. So, so I just got 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 one more one one more clip for you. This is from Draymond, and and uh, as I, I felt this clip a little bit. Check him out. It just goes to show the police policing system was built against black people, you know, black and brown people, and that's the reason those reactions are different. That's the reason someone can walk or run or bust their way through or whatever into the speaker of the house office and put their feet on the desk like they're sitting at home on their couch, storming, you know, storming into a building and, and busting out windows and carrying podiums and, and all that other stuff. That's not a protest. That's a terrorist attack. And so, uh, Stop using the, 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 like, stop describing those people the same way you describe someone who just stand there and make a chant and say, we want justice, we want peace. Stop using the same word. It's disrespectful. It's ridiculous. Um, and it's shameful, you know, to, to keep calling them protesters. Not fucking protesters. They're fucking terrorists. Oh, my mama, man. They terrorists, homie. And and again, you know, that's that's what we've seen our whole lives as black people in America is that there's always this um, there's always this hypocritical stance when it comes to uh, issues, because you got the situation where you got um, you got folk from the, the right who will look at the simplest of things, which is again, like he was saying, chanting, protesting, standing up Mm -hmm. for our basic 
So when they, they talk Basic so much rights. about loving the Constitution, but anytime we protest for our constitutional rights, we're thugs and we're criminals, criminals. And, and, you know, we're trouble starters. And then anytime they do it for themselves, they're patriots. Oh, so, right. and then, so it wasn't them that actually broke in. It was Antifa. Antifa actually right. infiltrated and did yeah, the break the, They came to your rally, was all hyped up <laughs> on your rally, and then they jumped into the building all yeah. of a sudden. It wasn't y'all. Yeah, man, get out of here, man. Y'all been talking about this QAnon and this uh, Trump and stop the stealing all this. Your, your social footprint is very, very trackable. Yeah, it's it's, it's in there, man. It's yeah, there. so it's it's crazy, man. Look, man, we could Ooh. we could sit here all day, man. All day. But you know, we don't we don't want to um, stress ourselves out, man, with this with this whole man crazy start to twenty twenty one. But look, I, I, I again. You know, I said it. I said it from the gate. I think twenty twenty one is going to be a, a better year. I mean, of course, there is um, there is a lot of uh, craziness that has to always happen before the sun shines, man. You know, when there's a storm. So it's been storming, man, and it looks ugly. But you know, I can see the sun coming up on the horizon. Yeah, man, we we're gonna get through this. There's a couple more days that they're talking about as far as like coming back to Washington the seventeenth and then the twentieth of the inauguration could be something. So I think they'll be better 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 equipped this time. Uh oh, but yeah, yeah just okay. I mean, just like you said, man, it's every week seems like a month. Uh what's going on. So got ten days left of this guy's presidency, then after that let's see what happens. Yeah, ten days is two. Ten days in twenty twenty, uh, and then twenty twenty one is a long time. But I really do think with the uh, Twitter being taken away, and with um, oh, he big mad about Twitter. Oh yeah, he big mad big about mad. Twitter. Hey, and one more thing before we get out of here is uh, there was this meme that said uh, TikTok banned Trump before Trump could ban TikTok. Yeah, I see that one. I see that one. You know, but again, you know, his bully pit, his his bully his bully pulpit has been taken away, right? You know, he, he's been silenced. I mean, you don't hear any Trump news because he has no outlets to do it because no he's not an articulate enough to really just stand there and, and try to have a conversation with the press. Oh, no. And so he, his thing was just to to spew nonsense from his bully pulpit, you know, just to tweets and yeah, drop, to, to, drop doctored videos. Right, right. And 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 then that was his way of, of reaching his base. And again, like I said, you know, he bragged that he could never be president without Twitter. Oh, yeah. And that's why I say Twitter got some responsibility and a lot of pens to pay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Twitter kicked him off Facebook. I think this, his email servers kicked him off. Yeah. Uh, Shopify. I think, <laughs> every, I think every, PayPal. PayPal, maybe. yeah. Every, Pinterest. Every, you don't do nothing. Can't don't, do anything. Don't online. sell nothing, no, nothing can't nowhere. Nothing. And, and it's, it's people, too, that, that were associated with, like, this guy named Ollie that actually helped Mo Brooks uh, yeah. plan it, plan the... Um, Oh yeah, yeah. He he gone so too. He gone yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Money. Stop the steal, so, cat. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look. Hey, you could you could try to stop the steal if you want to. It's funny because you know, uh, you know, in, in response to that, you know, we talked about parlor. You know, it's funny because I read articles where they're saying that now the QAnon followers are saying, "Can we trust the plan?" It looks like Trump's giving up, and, <laughs> and, it, and it's funny because. They really somehow thought that was going to work. You know, it's not. No, dude, it's not. It's over for y'all. And so and so, you know, but again, the problem with it all is you've identified yourself. Yeah. And so, you know, again, like I said, man, expect that knock on the door, man. Yeah, they they coming, man. They coming. There's plenty of plenty of, of cameras out there. So you're not safe. Yeah, man. Hey, look, man, this big bar from the deuce, man. DT. And it's Culture Ground Zero Podcast. Ground Zero Podcast. Next time, man, we out. Yeah, we out. Peace. One.